0: For joining us, mm-hmm. we're here. It's episode ten. Ten, yeah, Why that's right. I... <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Um, y'all are listening to Thanks We Hate It, and I am Hannah Lehman, and I am Mickey Adkins, and you're here, and Yay. we got a disclaimer to start off with. Yeah.
1: Uh, Yeah, actually actually we have two today because we have kind of Mm -hmm. a general trigger warning on the episode for all the things and also a bit of a disclaimer because we've recorded this once already except that I wasn't recording the audio so we're redoing it
0: <laughs> we were both quite uh sad yesterday mm-hmm. because we recorded yeah. we spent pretty much our entire work day yeah. recording trying to get ahead we recorded yeah. two episodes <laughs> we were on the phone where we were on we were recording for like four hours yeah. over between you know all the in between and chit chat and breaks and stuff and then poor mickey didn't have something went awry we had some technical difficulties yeah so So that being said we don't even remember what chit chat we had for yesterday so i think we're just gonna get right into it because we have a pretty long heavy topic today yeah i don't I feel like the trigger warning goes without saying, though. Yes, I don't think we need same. to be like super uh, reiterated a million times. Yeah. So just a blanket trigger warning for all of the things. If most of you probably know what's going on yeah. or have heard of the Colleen Ballinger situation. Yeah. I mean, child grooming, mm-hmm. abuse,
1: uh, all the things yeah like ED all the, all stuff the body checking stuff abuse yes. of power racism also now yes <laughs> ableism uh-huh uh, um, all yeah. of the all of the things so
0: if that's not the best episode for you to listen to then we will not have our feelings hurt if yeah. you want to just catch us next week mm-hmm. when we'll have a much more light-hearted topic yep to talk about so two topics next week to talk about. This is not the podcast that we're going to like talk about mm. every little detail about what Colleen yes. did, yeah. And your our present to you today is that we will <laughs> not play any of her non-apology oh. song for yeah. you because I'm sure most of you have it stuck in your head anyway. Don't worry, yes, none of that will be included. Uh, but we <laughs> are going to go into this assuming that everybody has a basic knowledge of what's going on, yeah, and if you do have no idea what we're talking about if you don't know who Colleen Ballinger is yeah we have we'll link some videos down below that do great deep dives I watched Swoop did a like yes. two and a half hours some documentary yeah. so good on it the whole situation mm-hmm. she did a wonderful job she always does yes and then I watched iNabber's mm-hmm. three and a half hour <laughs> video on it oh
1: and then you,
0: you said suggested oh, the yeah. What did you suggest? The the H3
1: podcast. Um, There was like a really cool explainer that they did where basically they were explaining it to Ethan um, on the podcast. So it's a nice summary of everything. So. We can right. those. So
0: if you have no idea, but you're interested mm-hmm. and you want to go watch some of those resources and then come back and listen yeah. to our reactions so that you can kind of pretend like you're in the room with us chatting with us about yes. it, because that's kind of how it feels, then um, feel free to do that. But if mm-hmm. you're aware of the situation and you want to just hear our opinions and some ranty rants that's yeah. what we're doing today that's
1: what we're doing so, that's what we're we're specializing in in this space you know Yes,
0: Ranty <laughs> rants. yeah um, and then mickey i my understanding was that you were doing a video on this for your main channel yes. too from a therapist point of view
1: uh-huh yeah when's
0: that coming out before this uh, comes out probably. yeah i
1: think it should be out already at the time that this goes up which I'm yeah. mostly just addressing the non-apology song. I don't get into any of the allegations because I think we talked about this too um, for this episode, just that, like, first of all, the history of the allegations is extensive, you know? Like, yes. there's so much to cover. And also... Like there's a
0: three-and-a-half video by iDapper yes, on it. Like, yeah. we are not gonna, yeah. Um,
1: and also, too, I feel like every day... There's new stuff coming out. And so it's almost like impossible to fully encompass everything because then by the time this goes up, there will be new allegations and new revelations that folks have had. So it's just a lot, exactly. you
0: know, I am excited to talk to you about it because it is I mm-hmm. I feel like you talk about it from a therapist point of view on your main channel. And now we get to just kind of talk about it from our, yeah. like our just like basic human reactions Same. to it.
1: Yeah i'm everything. also curious to know i'll ask you about this later but i'm curious to know like what your predictions are for the future because i don't think we even got into this yesterday but i'm curious what your thoughts are especially because we are both influencers like just yeah trying to assess from you know far away what she's gonna yeah. do and like what this is gonna look like in a couple months oh, you know
0: yeah i have thoughts on that mm-hmm. i do too oh my gosh where do we even start i
1: know there's a Aww. lot
0: he's sitting on the floor next to me oh is she being cute she's been so scared of coming in this room because i've been like doing all this setup stuff because oh. it's my new studio yeah and um i'm just so happy that she's sitting next to me down on the floor she's settling
1: okay. in um she's finally also settling to in. congrats on your new uh studio space because it looks beautiful Oh, thank um, you! and it's so exciting to just have like dedicated space for equipment and all of the stuff i
0: yes i have like all my lighting and all the camera yes. stuff set up and i barely so have to do nice. anything when i'm done recording so i love that for you that's very exciting yes thank you so much <laughs> i appreciate that yeah okay
1: let's get where into shall
0: it. we even start so uh, a list of all the things like again we're not getting into yeah. the details mm-hmm. but just like a list a general list of all the mm-hmm. things that colleen ballinger is currently being accused of yeah do you want to start with that?
1: Yeah, um, I mean, I think we'll start with the biggest stuff. I do, you know, we already talked about this a little, but I do want to be clear. Um, if there are allegations that we don't mention today, it's not because we don't care or because, like, we yeah. don't think they're worthy of talking about. There's just literally so many things so that it's hard to keep track of. Um, I think the thing that's most notable that people are talking about right now is the grooming allegations because Adam McIntyre, um, since twenty twenty has been kind of at the forefront of um exposing Colleen's inappropriate behavior in uh like DMs and group chats with her underage followers, um, and just like the types of things that she's sending people or was sending people, I guess, allegedly. But yeah, that seems to be like the big one. There are also, um, Allegations about her live shows and the way that she's conducted herself with underage fans at those events also.
0: I mean, they're allegations, but there's also video footage of them. So, like...
1: Yes, actually, that's another, like, important disclaimer. We're going to use the word, like, allegations and allegedly... um, Just just just
0: to protect us. Yes. I was just going to say, but we believe the victims. Yes. Like, we don't believe Colleen. We believe all the victims in this scenario, but we say alleged because uh, on the point zero 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 one percent chance that yeah this stuff was all photoshopped or or edited or something yeah. and it's all not like and yeah. all these people are somehow you know that we can't get sued so yeah, exactly or we're protected if we did get sued yeah so we but to be clear like we say alleged but we believe Yes, the allegations are true.
1: Yeah, those are the big ones. Do you want to cover some of the other, either smaller stuff or like the new stuff that's come out? I was going to
0: tell you the newest thing that came out about the Beyonce dance Mm -hmm. thing. I did watch the. I saw a clip of it yesterday after we recorded this the first time because Philip DeFranco covered it, and I usually watch his news daily news dives, Mm -hmm. and um, I did see the video and he talked about it, and the defense that some people were saying for Colleen for that was that it wasn't that she like purposely put the paint on her face, but it, her face was, it was green paint because from, uh, she was doing like a wicked bit from earlier in the show. And she had only a few seconds to change. And so she like left some of the paint was left over on her face for the Beyonce bit okay uh okay yeah how do you feel about that I don't know how I I feel about that I still feel like I don't understand why like what you were thinking yes like why would you not okay do the Beyonce bit first then Yes. where you're not when you don't have anything on your face Mm -hmm. or going out and doing a Beyonce bit bit even with that context yeah i still don't understand like why you wouldn't think that was like problematic
1: or potentially a fucking issue even if only from an optics perspective like that seems like kind of a fucking bold move you know
0: yeah it just kind of seems like an excuse to me like it just seems kind of like um i just don't really understand how you could full-on chest out go out on a stage with paint on your face yes that would look dark from a camera's Mm -hmm. point of view, like from anybody filming it from the audience. See, my understanding is that parodies like that are fine in general if Mm -hmm. you don't do blackface. Like, I mean, I think it's okay that... People dress up as somebody for Halloween and stuff if you're not being racially insensitive. But I don't know that much about it. Do you think that's okay still? Like, I think, do you think the Beyonce bit would be okay if she didn't have anything on her face? She was totally white and she was just like making fun of, she was just dancing kind of like Beyonce. Like, or do you think that in general has was, racist undertones? Yeah,
1: I was going to address that because I think there is kind of a gray area there in the sense that, like, For the dance that she was doing specifically, like the single ladies dance was like a thing. I remember that being like a thing, kind of like TikTok dances are now, where like like people had memorized the choreography from the music video. And so it was kind of like a thing, like people would play this at their weddings and like at prom and like whatever, you know? And people would like know the dance moves from the music video. So like whatever. Right. Like personally, if it's me, I (laughs) would feel very uncomfortable imitating – um me too. art that is made by especially black people but just like people that are f- not from my own culture like i would feel uncomfy doing that i think, I think whether I it's like, like a cancelable offense dance. is different yeah but still
0: i mean i could see like me as the palest of pale people learning yeah. the single ladies dance and doing it with friends like just as a tiktok yeah. or something yeah, that's for like sure. choreography though mm-hmm. Like dressing yeah. up like Beyonce, I don't know. Yeah, it's, that starts yeah, to I feel I think a little you're weird. Right. And I feel like, it's especially
1: the the Halloween thing it, too, because like there are seventy three billion other things that you can dress up as. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that even would if be you funny. like really want to dress up as a celebrity, like. Again, there are 73 billion other celebrities that share your skin color that you can dress up as. So yeah. just like do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know
0: what I mean, it I don't know. gives me very like Michael Scott vibes when he's imitating <gasps> Chris Rock mm-hmm. and he's like in, unironically like trying to do it in the show. And it's like he doesn't think he's like being mm-hmm. racist, but like everybody yes. is like cringing this around is a problem. him. Yeah. And it kind of gives me like that sort of vibe. Yeah. Where it's like, it's not like necessarily malicious. But it's still Still racist, though. Just racist. Right. Yeah. There's not really an excuse for that. No.
1: The other thing, too, actually, that I was thinking about is that, like, even if we are, you know, if like choosing to write off the green face paint is like, okay, whatever. This wasn't blackface that, you know, was not the way that. All went down okay, like sure, but also, like, she did put a video up on her YouTube channel of her imitating the Gangnam style dance. I, yeah, and the lyrics to that, which comes off as very racist like with the
0: accent, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, gross. Uh huh. And there was also an oh, interview God. that came out from somebody who, I guess, like worked production or was like an assistant or something for the show that she did on Netflix. This woman did an interview, she's a black woman, and she did an interview about how Colleen has said stuff to her directly that felt very racially insensitive and that felt like she was enjoying making this woman uncomfortable colleen enjoyed making this woman uncomfortable so like to me just like all of it in context feels like yeah okay fine like maybe you get like an out for like the single ladies dance but like i feel like there is still kind of a a demonstrated pattern of behavior you know
0: yeah, that's a really good point. Kind of like who cares
1: mm-hmm. in the
0: like whether it was blackface or not. Yeah, because she's still shown racist, racist tendencies yeah. for a very long time. Yeah,
1: I'm not I really think, buying that the there's thing, no racial ill intent there. You know,
0: Colleen is really good at pretending like she is aware mm-hmm. of all these things yes. like with the with the body positivity thing she'll yeah. pretend like she's body positive and all bodies are beautiful and stuff but then she does these like very aggressive things over time and that seems to be like the racist thing too yeah where it's like she pretends like in her apology video in 2020 mm-hmm. she talks about the latino oh but her making fun of the uh latino w- women yeah and, and she apologized for that and was like that was so stupid of me. Mm-hmm. I never should have done that. That yeah. was terrible blah blah blah. But then it's like she keeps doing this stuff after that and yeah. it just seems like she doesn't actually care. Mm-hmm. She just knows what everybody wants to hear. Yes.
1: Which is a Until problem, now, I guess. I feel like especially after watching her apology video, her like her shitty song, it does convey that vibe like, this attitude that, like, it almost... Because we kind of talked about this before, but that, like, when I first saw that apology or that, that video, I guess, my initial impression was, like, oh, okay, like, Colleen is sick and tired of, like people canceling her and like yelling at her and whatever and so this is her way of like leaving the internet in a blaze of glory with like a big double fuck you to everybody on the way out and then like she'll just leave the internet she'll never come back like i thought this was her making a conscious attempt to fucking burn it all down but i think now after like watching the whole thing and like you know looking at it with a more discerning eye I do think she really is just like resentful of the fact that people are holding her accountable and Uh that it almost feels like the mask has kind of slipped a little like she Uh was really good at doing this thing where she says the right stuff in her apologies and like goes through the motions to get you know the the people off of her back and then would go back to doing the same behavior Uh and so now there's like this resentment about like having to have worn this mask this whole time you know that's the way it feels to me Uh anyways what are your thoughts
0: i think what's really interesting is that we uh trisha according to trisha paytas yes colleen sent her a link to the video when it came out to like be like look trisha As if she thought. So I think, like, what you just said is like, we almost thought that she was trolling us, basically. Yeah. It almost seemed like she was like, she knew that there was no coming back from it. Mm -hmm. So she was basically like, I'm not apologizing. Yeah. Then I'm I'm over anyway. So what's the point Mm -hmm. of actually trying to heal anything for my victims? Like, all of that which is selfish like,
1: to be clear but still you know
0: yeah and i'm not diagnosing but uh people are definitely comparing her to having some I know. negative narcissistic traits, traits. yeah uh, or patterns i don't know her but i would agree that at least she's exhibiting some forms of what could be seen as narcissism i know i said that in a really complicated way but i just (laughs) want to be careful to not label anybody because
1: i'm not their therapist i think at the very least like her behavior seems super self-obsessed and like very committed to centering her own emotions and very committed to viewing herself as a victim which is a a trait in a behavior that's sometimes shared by people who are abusers or people who are narcissists and like haven't received any treatment to like unlearn those problematic behaviors so i hear what you're saying
0: right right yeah Yeah. like this stuff is definitely uh definitely going in line with that Mm -hmm. so we were thinking like is she trolling us like is this a joke like is Mm -hmm. she actually like know that everybody's gonna hate this but she doesn't give a fuck because (laughs) she wants the last word and she wants to go out the way with control she Mm -hmm. wants to go out in control of the situation yeah but then hearing that she allegedly sent this to trisha mm-hmm. makes us mm-hmm. think like that seems like a behavior that somebody would do if they thought they you know like they really did something yep. like they were like oh people are like she thought that people were going to be on her side at least <gasps> a lot of people were going to use take this mm-hmm. you know do you think that like sending it to trisha shows that because that seems like she was trying to say like see trisha mm-hmm. i am your
1: friend i see, think i Watch this and you'll feel better about me. The thing that especially confuses me about her sending this uh, link to Trisha Paytas is that it's part of like a larger story. I think of like why I'm confused about the way that she's behaved, because to me... Like, her sending this apology to Trisha, it does kind of convey that vibe, like you were saying. as almost if to, as if to say, like, see, like, I am, like, doing the thing, like, this is all going to get better. Or, like, ha, 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 isn't I'm a this good so person. funny? I'm a good person. Yeah. But especially with the allegations about what she's done for those of you who don't know there are allegations i guess and like pretty credible proof there's screenshots um to support the allegation that colleen accessed trisha Paytas's. it's essentially like only fans content it was like on patreon yeah. i think before only fans was a thing but it but was it like was her sex work yes that yeah. was behind a paywall for people yes for people 18 and up for adults yeah but she accessed that content and then would send pictures of it to minors in her group chats for the purpose of making fun of trisha paytas's body so So like, A, uh, this is literally fucking illegal, Um, but B, this is like obviously unethical and immoral and just like really fucking mean. But like her sending this link to Trisha is so confusing to me because like, did she really think that no one would spill the beans that like that Trisha would never find out that Colleen had been actively making fun of her behind her back and like, weaponizing Trisha's naked body and like you know like exploiting that material like did she really and that think she
0: could just say it's out of context it's out of context yeah
1: like did she What's really think that sending this apology video to Trisha would be like all done <laughs> that's... Yeah. all that Trisha's gonna watch is my apology video there you go yeah. I've given it to you and like that's it we can call it a day everybody and like Trisha's was that really look
0: at it and be like oh <laughs> yes. thank god this was all misinformation yes. oh mm-hmm. it's just toxic gossip yeah oh phew thanks colleen okay let's go back to our podcast
1: that's kind of what my impression is i wonder if she really thought oh i'll just send trisha the apology directly because like haha aren't i funny look at me standing up to the haters and also then trisha will understand she'll get yeah. it now finally after watching my so eloquently put apology and then everything will just go back to normal because if yeah. that's the case that's just like on a different planet That's
0: delusion. That's straight up like in your own world. Yes.
1: Out of touch
0: with reality. Yeah. Can we talk about Trisha's response really quick? Mm -hmm. Because.
1: Yeah. And just to be clear, we're not like looking past uh, Trisha's past actions and like the really problematic behavior there. I think there's. oh, That's a whole separate podcast. But I do feel like it's worth noting that in this situation, like I'm just fucking mind blown that. In the year 2023, the thing that's unfolded is that Trisha has made the most eloquent and respectful and <laughs> like appropriate response to a really shitty situation and that the Internet is like, responding well to that like that's yeah. crazy to me
0: yeah, right like that's <laughs> definitely not something we had on our 2023 bingo card no. <laughs> is a respectable response from trisha yes. just based on the way yeah trisha has responded to things in the past
1: yeah for trisha paytas but- to be the hero of a situation <laughs>
0: I seriously I just (laughs) thought it was really I mean honestly for lack of a better word it was beautiful the way Trisha said Mm -hmm. in their video that she said I'm not embarrassed about the photos I'm not embarrassed for me I'm embarrassed for Colleen yeah
1: and Mm -hmm. that was
0: so I mean, I'm sure because Trisha's been a sex worker for quite a while, is my understanding. Mm -hmm. I think that's how she makes the majority of her living now. And Mm -hmm. so I think she is just so, so upset that it got that it was put out one whether it was her fault it, or not which it wasn't yeah that it got put to minors that it got yes. sent out to minors yeah. and trisha apologizes in that mm-hmm. video to I adam know. for the photos getting to him and how mm-hmm. she was like that never should have happened i'm so sorry and adam who's 20 years old mm-hmm. he is so young and yeah. he is blocked on social media by trisha because yeah. adam has tried to warn trisha in the past about colleen mm-hmm. has been telling trisha that Oof. colleen has sent explicit photos of her Nudes and that they made fun of her yeah behind her back was trying to warn her and of course trisha did not like that and so yeah. blocked adam and even with that though adam was still so nice to trisha in his video he was like talking i just thought it was so mature i kind of told you this yesterday but like so mature that he um was saying like she's being so calm and lovely and Mm -hmm. put together not that but he was also like but if she wasn't i don't want to tone police like Mm -hmm. if she wasn't it would be totally understandable yeah but still like just the way that she's handling this is just Mm -hmm. so amazing and he was like telling her over and over in his response that it wasn't her fault yeah and that she did nothing wrong in this situation yeah and just the fact that she could not believe him in the past Mm -hmm. and block him and not listen to what he's telling her yeah and for trisha for all that and adam to still make this really kind response i know trisha's video is just like Mm-hmm. Adam's Adam is also the hero in this
1: yes <laughs> well and situation I, I feel like it's such a noteworthy thing too because people have really tried to... Defame his character and like yeah. question his intentions, and like people have really put this at the time he was a child through the ringer for you know like speaking out against this big creator, and I think the way that he responded to Trisha in being so validating and like supportive and like honoring of Trisha Paytas's feelings is like an indicator, you know, of like the level of maturity and the level of empathy that he possesses you know Mm -hmm. clearly he's not this person who's just like going scorched earth just to do it like for the fuck of it you know like i just think that's important to note because he has really been on the receiving end of a lot of bullshit from the internet
0: i was gonna say i think a lot of his maturity comes from well, and I say, I mean, he just he just naturally is, like, more mature. But I don't want to say, like, that in a sense that he has to be or that 20-year-olds have yeah. to be. Yeah, no, like, of he course, because be. that's not, yeah. Yeah, like, I don't want to, like, tone police him either. Yeah. Uh, but I just, I would understand if Adam was equally mad at Mm -hmm. Trisha for not believing him. Like, I think that would also be a very valid response. True. Um, It's just kind of like giving him credit for that, for still having so much empathy. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of that is because he, um, like he talked, he started talking to Colleen when he was 13 years old and he came out with uh, these allegations in 2020 Mm -hmm. when he was 17 years old And he got so much hate from Colleen's army. That's crazy. That I don't think, I think he, to be able, (laughs) I'm sorry, but if I got that much hate Mm -hmm. after saying something true, I know. I would have crawled in a hole and wanted to die. I would have been so mad. And Adam not only pushed through it, Mm -hmm. he stood by himself, he stood his ground. And he continued to make videos and he continued to be a commentary channel. Yeah. And that's that's just incredible to me. Can we talk about 2020 for a minute?
1: Yeah. So
0: for context people. So like I said, Adam started talking to Colleen at 13 years old Mm -hmm. and Colleen at this time was in her uh, late 20s, early 30s. Like she's a few years older than me and I'm 32. Mm hmm. So talking to children and he came out and made a video about Colleen saying, Colleen Ballinger, stop lying. Mm -hmm. And he was 17 years old at the time. So still a minor when he made this video coming out and saying these allegations against Colleen. So yeah, started talking when he was 13 joined a group chat where there was other minors yeah. where Adam has said there's like 10 to 13 people in this group. And the group was called Colleen's weenies. Yeah. And Colleen would chat with people in this group asked, um, Adam one time said that his ass looked really good today. Again, he's a child. Like, yeah. that's not a weird thing to say in a group of teenagers. And he was just like, guys, my ass looks so good today. And Colleen responds, picks Adam. Disgusting. Yeah.
1: What? I, uh, okay.
0: Yeah. Anyway, I feel like, we'll, I feel we'll like there's into- a whole
1: conversation to be had there about, like, what the fuck a 30-year-old woman is gaining from having chit-chat with a bunch of 13-year-olds. Because, like what yeah. the fuck is that like i even don't
0: quote unquote, i don't understand appropriate chit chat even weird. like if she didn't say anything explicit yeah. to them why are you in a group chat with children yes. that's weird yes that is weird behavior colleen <laughs> like even if saying. you weren't doing anything inappropriate and just yeah. having like that's weird yeah that is so weird why would you want like what do you relate to with children that's like why I'm do saying. you want to talk to them i don't like even when i was 20 i would look at a 17 year old and be like they're a baby like even when i was a baby still like like, i would be like we have nothing in common
1: you know what i'm saying like when you're that far removed it like what what the fuck am i going to talk to a fucking 13 year old about even even a 17 year old or 18 year old or 20 year old like what do I have in common with you? Like I have a whole yeah. ass husband and a career and like my life stage is so different than yours. Different. So like what the fuck? It, or what, right. what are we even talking about? <laughs> like, there's nothing so we, for us you, to talk yeah. about because we have nothing in common. And it's not that like yeah. there's anything wrong with being 13 or 18 or whatever. That's just like a very normal developmental stage. But like right. I don't relate to that anymore. So I just don't understand what the fuck she was doing like why is that at all enticing to her yeah that's like a serious red flag in my opinion
0: all of those kids are gonna be like so excited to be talking to Mm -hmm. their idol to a celebrity that they have this parasocial relationship with Mm -hmm. and that they're going to do that i think she knew that she could take advantage of the fact that they would do anything for her yes and it worked and they did So it's just crazy to me too there was because nothing weird
1: yeah said it's still weird it's just especially crazy to me too because you and i have talked on this podcast in the past about how we are so grateful for our friendship because we knew each other as people before our channels blew up. And how like even now making friends with other influencers can be complicated and can be emotionally a little bit tricky um, because it's not quite as simple as just relating to a person on a person-to-person level, you know? And so even – I mean, and that's just like in the context of being friendly or like forming a friendship – with another adult influencer who in theory has like equivalent levels of power with you right I just Mm -hmm. can't imagine (laughs) thinking like oh this is perfectly okay and perfectly ethical behavior to not only be forming a friendship with a child who like there's a power imbalance already because I'm an adult and they're a child but also a child who worships the ground that I walk on Mm -hmm. because they're obsessed with my content like in what world does that not ring alarm bells for someone as like
0: maybe right. this isn't
1: safe for them maybe this isn't an appropriate behavior right you know right that's just wild yeah. to me
0: and i think we we also you know and we also acknowledge that it's not like it's not like a 17 year old like sent you a dm with some fan art Mm-mm. i've had that happen i don't know how old they were but i might sure. have i think i've had underage kids send me like fan art that they made of my channel sure, and yeah. like it's not weird to respond and say oh my god i love it can i share it on instagram this is so sure. pretty thank you so much mm-hmm. but then that's it yes. You don't keep engaging in conversation with them yes and i just want to make that distinction that it's not like you can't acknowledge yes fans and like say thank you and like have you can't control the age of all of your fans even though i know she knew her fans demographic Mm -hmm. but like and i know our fans demographic are generally adults but like you can't control the age of every fan i get that but to actively seek out pseudo friendships Mm -hmm. with these children and then okay so then the other stuff that she said in the text were things like she asked everybody if they were virgins she asked what their favorite sexual position was she asked the like, girls in the why? group what their experience was with their first period just all of this stuff that even no adult has any business asking no a child, period. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're, I mean, a parent might ask, talk to their kid about having their period, but would a sure. parent ever ask their kid about a sexual position? Hopefully, no. fucking not. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's a boundary that no adult should cross with a yes. child. And it's just because oh. also, too,
1: like, 13 year olds most often are not thinking about that. right Like, it's not very right. common for 13 year olds to be having sex often enough that they're forming opinions about a favorite sexual position. Yes. And so like that's not even a conversation that should even enter into someone's mind as a thing to talk about yeah. with a thirteen year old, you know? Yeah. Like that's not a Very that's just not a bizarre. thing to talk about. Right. It's just And weird. then
0: Adam so Adam talked about that in his twenty twenty video when he yeah. was seventeen about this group chat. Mm-hmm. He also came out and talked about the underwear. That during, you guys all yeah. know the underwear incident, mm-hmm. Colleen sent him. They were not used. They were brand new from Forever 21. Still these, weird, uh, to be clear. but Oh, yes, yes. We'll get into it. Yeah. Bra and underwear that she was giving away stuff from a live stream. Mm-hmm. And then she claimed that Adam was, quote unquote, begging her yeah. for these underwear. But did you hear the context around that from Adam's point yes. of view? Yeah, I watched How the video how it wasn't actually the underwear. She promised to send him a letter in the mail with the underwear mm-hmm. that was written by her. And yep. so he knew that was coming. So that's why he went back and asked for it. Yes. As... But, but even if he didn't. Yes. Even if there was no letter. Yes. That's still like, even if he begged and pleaded for yes. it, it's still your responsibility as an adult. Yes.
1: To not do that. Yes. And as the what content creator. Not, like, It's your job to be mindful of the boundaries with your own audience about how like accidentally misusing or intentionally misusing that relationship and that power imbalance could harm them. You know, like even if Adam, like you were saying, was begging her to send this just because he wanted her underwear, it's her job as the adult and the content creator to be like, actually, no, (laughs) that's not appropriate. That wouldn't be safe. I'm not going to do that. You know? Yeah. There's just not an excuse for that it's right
0: and that's what i want to tell adam though is that like because mm-hmm. he always feels like the need to defend himself i know with the context so and be like no it wasn't even the underwear it was the letter that she was going to send me which is totally understandable yeah but i just want to tell adam even if you were calling her 10 times a day and begging yeah. for it she should have literally blocked you in that case like i yeah. mean there's no reason that she should have it's not his responsibility no to know okay anyway yeah. so he like comes all this out in 2020 and i do want to also i mean a lot of people this is an obvious point but it's not so obvious to a lot of people because mm-hmm. there's still people defending colleen and i think it's important to point out the fact that take all that stuff we just talked about the mm-hmm. group chat the underwear all the weird stuff yeah bundle that together in a ball. <laughs> And reverse the roles Mm -hmm. imagine a 30 year old man sending those text messages to a group of underage girls that were 13 to 17 yuck and would you still be defending her Mm -hmm. at that point yes exactly answer the double standard in this situation
1: yeah she doesn't get a pass just because the genders just so happen to be reversed
0: Imagine a 30-year-old man asking a 14-year-old girl what her favorite sexual position is. And people not freaking... Like, no matter what your defense was, people would be like, you're a perv. That's weird.
1: Yes. Like, that's so wholly inappropriate. So
0: with that, I have a question for you. Yeah. What happened in 2020 Because Mm -hmm. I have this really, I can't imagine how Adam feels, but I am so angry Mm -hmm. and enraged at the fact that nobody believed him and everybody hated on him in 2020 Mm -hmm. as the child. Mm -hmm. And I do want to say, I, I, I have to, I mean, I have to say this, but like, i didn't know uh, who colleen was yeah. in 2020 i had no idea me. i know everybody <laughs> thinks it's so weird like maybe i'd seen her face before yeah and sure. i like vaguely recognized her but i did not watch adam's video at that time i had no yeah. idea any of this was going down i like to think that i would hopefully have been on adam's side if yeah, i I'm had sure known but then you told me yesterday which like Was I was like, what? That you Mm -hmm. were actually working on a video in 2020 about Adam Mm -hmm. and uh, responding to that. And you were like, what the hell? Why is everybody just on? Because if you don't know, the backlash against Adam was was severe. severe and swift. Colleen sent her people after him. And everybody was on her side, including the creators like Kendall Ray and James Charles. Mm
1: -hmm. Who? Who, Yeah, Kendall Ray has since apologized.
0: Kendall Ray has DM'd Adam privately and apologized to him, and she has apologized publicly. Yeah, and uh, to be fair, but still, Mm -hmm. what the fuck happened? Why did why did this happen? And what were you going to make your video about that didn't end up?
1: Yeah, from what I remember at the time. There, don't get me wrong, there was still a lot of really severe backlash against Adam, but I do also remember a fair amount of people demanding that Colleen address the situation because she did the same thing then that she did this time where she waited weeks to address it. And so I remember Uh... seeing on like commentary channels and stuff that there was you know, talk about the allegations that Adam had made and that Colleen was not addressing it. So on her daily vlogs at the time, (laughs) if you sorted the comments by new, people were leaving comments being like, why aren't you addressing this? When are you going to address this? Like, you need to talk about it and kind of badgering her into it. But at the time, I was planning on making a video talking about Colleen's response to the whole situation. Because when I watched her apology after it finally came out there was like a distinct feeling of like ickiness that I had <laughs> because at, yeah. at that time too it did kind of come off as like like an anger almost or like a resentment towards yeah. the fact that she had to address How this at all. How dare he yes. right. It was very rehearsed and it was very scripted me. yeah and it was almost like fine I'll apologize for this other stuff that is actually wrong but also I didn't do anything. Yeah, This whole thing with adam's not my fault because of context etc 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 and that was like kind of the extent of it and so i was yeah. fucking mad because i had the same thoughts then that i do now that like even if he was begging her for underwear right even if the context did support her you know not doing this in a creepy way or whatever that's still fucking inappropriate and like that's not an okay thing to do so like yeah. why are we all just like taking this at face value yeah. as like oh, okay she apologized like that's good enough like Hello? It felt a little bit like living in the Twilight Zone because I was just like why am i the only one am i
0: one that's nuts Mm -hmm. and like i'm not like am i missing a big piece of this yeah when you said that you when you sorted the comments by new and everybody was like address this You need to address this yada yada do you feel like those same people then switched back to colleen's side after she did address it honestly i don't know because you said you saw some on reddit people were actually some people were Mm -hmm. seeing it for what it was there
1: has been a subreddit called colleen ballinger's snark that I have only become aware of in the last like week or so since everything's blown up. But apparently these people have been talking about this for years, like since 2020, these people have been collecting evidence and screenshots and doing, um, AMAs and like all, like it's so intense, which is kind of its own other rabbit hole. I have my own feelings about snark subreddits and whatever, but, um, there's definitely a community of people who have been like very actively aware of her misconduct, I guess, for years and years. So years. I yeah, I don't want to diminish the backlash that Adam received, because you're right, it was like really severe. But I do feel like there are also some people who are, you know, feeling vindicated like, right now because they've been on this happening? side yeah for yeah, a while. Like,
0: what is how ha- why does no why is nobody think that? like, mm-hmm. why is she just getting away with all this?
1: Yeah. Especially looking back at a lot of uh Colleen's old content and the Miranda Sings content. It just doesn't read as, like, indicative uh-huh. of, like, a good
0: change. And... Well,
1: and, like, you know, that, like, the content that was made back then just feels like it, you know, it's, it's not reflective of, like, a good gra- grasp on boundaries or, like, healthy yeah. relationships with fans and, like, what are okay things and not okay things to say on the internet to children, you know?
0: which is a weird sentence
1: but it's, it's a weird true.
0: sentence. It's like how is that even
1: a question? <laughs> like what is Well, and you were telling me about um Rachel Oates, like, who did a book review of Colleen's y- book, right? Y- and y- I feel like that's kind of that same thing is that like when you y- look, y- look through that you're like who is this made for? Like why She's- did you make this?
0: Yes. I think that's the biggest yes. She Colleen has two books. Mm-hmm. One of them called My diary but it's spelled like almost like diarrhea mm-hmm. because ha, ha ha Miranda Sings is so dumb yeah can we talk about the fact that uh-huh. it's also come out that called that Miranda Sings is based off of I allegedly based off of a family member I think it is that is also underage that has developmental oh and my god mental disabilities yeah she based it off of that i haven't seen that jesus christ that's i guess that's technically alleged i think that's just like rumored
1: but like seems
0: like a pretty it doesn't it tracks Mm -hmm. right
1: like it doesn't surprise me whatsoever i have seen a clip of her talking about the inspiration for miranda sings being or at least that when she first got on youtube back in like 2007 or something that she started making these uh like parody videos of the people that she would have auditions with when she was like either in college or like auditioning for jobs or something and that she thought it was like so cringy the way that these people Mm -hmm. would sing and so she like from the very beginning the inspiration for Miranda Sings from her own admission was purely to fucking make fun of people and to like Mm -hmm. be judgmental and mean to like mock people Mm -hmm. essentially
0: which is Mm -hmm. an interesting
1: take to admit publicly but weird at all yeah yeah
0: yeah. yeah. Well, I, well, I mean, that. that's where the ableist thing comes in from mm-hmm. all this is that there's been some allegations that she's been has the character to make fun of somebody that inspired her with it, that somebody that had mental disabilities or anyway. But yeah, so her book, My Diary, and then the other book is called Self Health. Mm-hmm. Cause she can't spell like the F and the P are reverse,
1: which also and they're like, both. that's ableist in and of itself. Like, ha 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 ha. Isn't it uh-huh, so funny to make ha, fun of people with like, spell. yeah. With right. learning disabilities or like cognitive right. delays, like
0: literacy. That's super yeah. funny. Yeah.
1: Ha, ha, ha. I know. The well, fuck? the whole
0: book is just stupid. Like the whole books, all of everything in it yeah. are really not funny anyway. Like even if none of this happened and mm-hmm. I just opened this book, I'd be like, this is the dumbest book of all time. Yeah and then the other like obvious issue is like you were saying like literally who is this for because yes. it's obviously aimed at children mm-hmm. like it is it children's like it's supposed to be i think like the original like uh, thought was that it would be like humor that would go over kids' heads, but that kids would still like the books, Mm -hmm. but that the jokes in it would like some of the inappropriate jokes would be also funny for adults. And it's like, literally just make it for adults. Like literally just a lot of like this, the jokes are stupid, but at least the adults would know that it was satire or whatever that she was trying to make it. Yeah. But the thing that stuck out to me the most in Rachel, Oates's videos about and she does if you guys are, if you guys want to know more about the books that she made Rachel Oates does pretty good she has two videos on one on each book that like actually shows you the pages in the books oh she censors that's nice. she censors parts out that nobody wants to see which is Fair. really nice but she yeah. actually like so you don't have to go buy the book or look or do look it up yeah do it nice. yeah look it up or anything she like shows like all the stuff in it and it's and it's weird because it's not weird it's just like rachel Oates throughout both the videos she's like Tell me if I'm being too sensitive. Like, am I the only <laughs> one? Am I like being too? Yes. Like, am I taking this
1: too I feel seriously? That way too. Like,
0: is this not as big of a deal as I'm making it out? Mm-hmm. And everybody in the comments is like, "Stop it! This is completely reasonable." Yeah. to think that this is weird. So, uh, for example, one of the pages has a picture of her as a baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not a baby, baby, but like she's like maybe th- two or three, and she oh, sprawled so she's sprawled out like a on a toddler. The f- Yeah she's a toddler and it we think it's a picture of Colleen but we don't know for sure it's supposedly a picture of her in the book or a picture of Miranda Sings as a kid and she's like sprawled out and her underwear is showing and uh it's like and Rachel was like there's a vagina like photoshopped onto this picture of the child like there's a i don't i don't i didn't see the picture because yeah. thankfully rachel censored it for us because mm-hmm. she is sweet like that but apparently there was like a a line you know that would make it look like that over the clothes of this child who is laying down with like all their limbs out like mm-hmm. they're having a some sort of tantrum or something like that and then there's a big arrow pointing to that spot. And then there's I forget what the caption says, you'd have to go back and read. Like what the, the uh, fuck? The, actually read it from Rachel Oates because she does put a screenshot of it on there. Yeah. But that's the question of who is this for? And you really think that creeps and really bad people aren't gonna go seek this kind of stuff out?
1: Yeah. Like hello. You literally like, just made content for predators.
0: You right.
1: Like why?
0: There's, like, a page where she talks about shows pictures of poop on uh, toilet paper and how the way it's bizarre. Like, this isn't necessarily, like, a immoral thing. It's just weird. It it's feels... just a very weird thing that nobody wants to see. It, it, where yeah. she, like, puts poop on toilet paper and she's showing kids how to wipe. And she's like, uh, it's just a picture of the toilet paper. And it's, like, got poop on, and then as you fold it, there's less and less poop, like, until it's clean or whatever. Like, it's
1: weird, That's man. That's bizarre. It feels it's like bizarre. fetish content, you yeah. know? Yeah. And
0: like, people have speculated about that, because oh. Colleen brings up
1: poop a lot. hmm uh-huh. That's weird. I it's am very uncomfortable with that. Bizarre. It's I... me, too. I feel like this this is also like kind of a crossover with the live show stuff because we did talk about this yesterday too, but I think it bears repeating the like, ha ha ha, like, you know, I'm making a joke about a vagina or I'm making a joke about poop or whatever is like not actually that funny and like if the only way that you get laughs is by doing stuff like this then like you're probably just not actually very funny you know because we talked about this in regards to the live shows also that like a lot of the humor there is like this kind of slapstick uh, skit-based comedy that also relies ha, ha, on ha ha
0: poop, ha ha farts. Yeah, well,
1: it also relies on exploiting and mocking the audience members that she asks to participate. Mm-hmm. Which, like, again, if your brand of humor is only successful when you're making fun of someone else, or you're making like a cheap, uh, you know, like the the poop jokes or whatever. Um, if that's the only thing that you can get a laugh from, then like you're probably not that funny. You're
0: probably just not that funny. That's yes. how I feel about comedians who make jokes about essay. Yes. I'm like, that's not you funny. literally, you're the laziest comedian of mm-hmm. all time if you can't think of anything else. Yes. To make a joke about. Like, like just, if you cannot. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's time I to hang up way. your career because it's just not very funny because and it's not really working all, for you. You're you know? just not
0: that funny. Yeah. Can we talk about Becky for a second? Yeah. Becky is another victim in this whole thing.
1: Yeah. This makes uh, me so sad.
0: This makes me really sad, too. To recap, Becky was the one who was wearing a dress to a show, mm-hmm. and she did have some spandex underneath, spandex yeah. shorts underneath her dress. But she went up. Miranda Sings does this bit at every one of her shows where she points to... Uh, she brings up somebody who's dressed like Miranda sings up on the yeah. stage. And then she brings another kid on stage. Mm-hmm. They're always like teenagers or, you know, young teenagers. Uh, and the other person is dressed normally, honestly. Mm-hmm. And then she like makes this joke about how like this is,
1: what does she say? Like, she says like, this, this is, is porn. And then this is not she basically. Says,
0: yeah. Cause she's like, this is, yeah. She points to the person dressed normally and goes, this is porn mm-hmm. and then dresses to the other person and says this is not if they're dressed like colleen yeah so she thought she was going on stage for that bit
1: yeah which she notably she dressed like is still mocking the audience but you don't get physically touched by colleen
0: and exposed right yeah so and most people to be fair All the teenagers I've seen in the video of porn where they're not being touched and Mm -hmm. actually violated, they were laughing and they were like, sure, happy to be part of the bit. It looked like anyway. Yeah. So she thought she was going on stage for that bit. And that's why she wore the dress so that, you know, even though it was a normal outfit, she Mm could have then it was just, you know, she wanted to be in on the joke. But then she realized as she went on stage that she was going up for the yoga challenge, Mm -hmm. quote unquote, which involved Colleen putting her flat on her back on stage and spreading her legs out Mm -hmm. with her hands, touching her and spreading her legs out. Becky said that she saw in Colleen's face that she realized she was wearing a dress when she brought her on stage. Like, it hit Colleen that she was like, oh, you're in a dress, oops, and was Mm -hmm. like, eh, let's do it anyway, and just decided to do it anyway. No adults, nobody else intervened. Which is weird. And And also,
1: just really quick, um, I did see uh, Becky's TikTok um, where she talked about her experience with this whole thing and I guess it wasn't a dress that she was wearing it was a romper with like these really flowy leg holes. So like oh. technically she did still have like pants on, I guess. Um, not that it makes a difference, first of all.
0: But was she wearing spandex underneath it still? She said
1: that she was wearing spandex underneath it because the romper had like really loose leg holes. You know, in like 2013 we all wore those like linen shorts that were just like flapping in the wind and it was like really <laughs> stressful. I think it was like that kind of situation. Um and so like technically it was not a dress, but still it is a very revealing Outfit to be flat on your back and having your legs spread apart in. And so she talked about how, like, a minor. regardless um, of the fact that she was wearing spandex, she was very uncomfortable with the way that her right. body was being manipulated by Colleen. So,
0: and that she felt uh, what really hit me is that she said that she's had, she's been a victim of other SA mm-hmm. in her life. And she said that while she's not calling that incident SA, yes. like categorizing it as mm-hmm. that, she said she felt the same way. Yeah afterwards which is very telling to me yeah. and that that's like in my case bang bang you're done I don't <laughs> care what your excuse is yes. you uh, your impact whatever your intention was it doesn't matter at that point yes your impact was terrible but then the whole bit too was that then Colleen while her legs were spread she like plays a fart sound effect. Yeah. So it looks and then Colleen like walks like or Miranda goes away mm-hmm. in disgust. And like Becky also said that then men were looking at her very differently mm-hmm. after that. And yeah. after the show she was uh being stared at in a creepy manner by older mm. men. Which is so and sad. And felt she just felt objectified, I think, yeah. is what it seemed like. Just very used and objectified and gross. And I think, yeah, and I told you this too, but I think again, like taking away how wrong and it was to exploit her body like that and sexualize yeah. her like that, even if none of that happened, I still feel like that's a mean bit to Yes.
1: Uh, yes.
0: To make a young person make it look like they farted in front of an entire mm-hmm. audience mm-hmm. is so cruel to me. Because yes. like if that like teenagers are mortified yes. about bodily functions and stuff like they are not i mean we all kind of are honestly like we're all still like ashamed of it in our society (laughs) but like as teenagers if you farted in front of your friends you would be absolutely mortified mortified and to put a young person on stage who like doesn't know who they are yet like Mm -hmm. they're just like going through puberty and everything and then to make it like a joke out of them farting in front of it yeah that's in itself i think that's enough to be like What the fuck? What were you thinking? And so adding on that on top of being objectified, Mm -hmm. people need to stop minimizing this.
1: Yeah, because the other thing that sticks out to me about this is that this interaction besides the fact that it's like ill-advised and inappropriate and just generally a fucking weird take to want to physically manipulate the bodies of minors on stage for your live show why does colleen derive any joy or think that it's funny to humiliate the people that worship her why is that funny to her yeah that's a fucking red flag it's very funny to opinion. her you know like that's, that's just fucking hilarious. weird. and i just it, i think it also speaks to This, like, what we're seeing, this uh, emerging pattern uh, of her behavior and, like, this picture of her character. Because a lot of the actions that she's been accused of have been described as cruel and, like, taking advantage of people. It really does, like, when you put all of this together, like, side by side by side by side, it Mm -hmm. starts to look like the picture of a person who enjoys inflicting cruelty onto other people and humiliating other mm-hmm. people to make herself feel big and important which is just mm-hmm. like none of that not is that good power but and especially control. not so when we when we talk about the fact that like the majority of her fan base is minors and she's directly interacting with those people you know yeah just like all yeah. fucking red flags
0: i did see philip to Franco talk about yesterday that her mm-hmm. upcoming the next show did get canceled oh. for uh unforeseen circumstances is what they called it mm-hmm. but the rest of her shows are still on the books as of now but it'll be interesting to see if they they might get canceled though. I mean, it would be very interesting to see. I That's I an interesting move
1: to not cancel them all in one in go. one go. Like what the fuck? is the expectation that if she's, like, what, up to it, that she's going to go fucking perform? I don't know. I I mean, maybe if you're Colleen,
0: you have the the confidence. But I cannot imagine going into a stage. Like, I know everybody who buys a ticket still likes her. But I cannot believe somebody wouldn't go already have a ticket and then get mad about what happened and be rightfully upset and then go in there and heckle. And uh, I mean, perhaps worse, perhaps like charge on stage and shout at her for being a terrible person or something like that. Like, it just seems like I would be shocked if she continues to have shows after. Me too.
1: It feels really fucking tone deaf. Like, yes, please pay me money to continue doing the thing that multiple people have already accused me of doing, uh, which traumatized them what accountability nowhere to be found but
0: she doesn't to her they're not traumatized to her she cannot see she lacks the empathy to see that she hurt people that's the thing she thinks this is just all yes her non-apology let's talk about her non-apology because that shows that is definitive proof that all she she just sees herself as the victim and we are Mm -hmm. all just finding somebody to cancel because we like dog piling and that is it's wild fun and don't get me wrong i'm not saying there's like not ridiculous cancel culture crap out there sure sure but this is not part of it no so let's talk about her non-apology song yeah can i read our texts
1: oh oh yes yeah please do so you guys i thought it was hilarious that we found out about it at the exact same time
0: we found out about this at the exact same time <laughs> And our text messages back and forth were so funny. I said, so I texted Mickey on June 28th at 2.38pm and I was like, Colleen Ballinger posted a response video. Completely speechless. Like, never have I ever been this speechless. <laughs> and then you, in all caps, I literally just sent it to Erin. I am flabbergasted. Oh. Also low-key, oh, sorry. I keep I keep starting to read that that was a text about VidCon. We were talking about VidCon. Next year. Like, <laughs> and- I I said back I said out loud wait no surely (laughs) she wouldn't that was my reaction Uh as she picked up the ukulele and didn't immediately put it back down Mm -hmm. and then you were like but also it's it is also so long what the fuck (laughs) and I was like my jaw will not close what in the sing song treat us like infant's audacity yeah
1: just what the fuck man
0: I think that was most people's reaction to it but it was just like the the pure shock yes. Of her picking up a ukulele I thought for sure Maybe she was gonna Maybe Okay This is bad Maybe she'll sing a two minute song And then she'll put it down And actually address everything nope. And then I fast forwarded in the video And no It was ten
1: straight minutes Of ukulele Of ukulele When I first saw it I saw a clip of it on TikTok And so Someone was like Oh my gosh Like this is not real And TikTok is very meme So I was like oh, someone took one of her other shitty ukulele yeah. songs and it's just, yeah. like, editing it to make it look like this is her response to this whole situation. Like, no. surely that's right. not what this is and then i watched more of it and i was like oh my god i was literally making soup at the time this is <laughs> happening and i just stopped what i was doing it was just holding a spoon in one hand and my phone in <laughs> the other being like what the fucking fuck is going on like i couldn't look away from my phone oh yeah just blown the I've, fuck away
0: I, I, it's yeah. like i i just i what <laughs>
1: Yeah, Do you want to
0: talk about, like, what what are your thoughts on the apology video Uh as a whole, though?
1: I I talk about this a little bit in my main channel video, but I do feel like she was really under the impression that she could just victimize herself so effectively that people would feel bad for her, you know? I think she is so lost in this perspective of, like, I am at the center of everything (laughs) always, Mm -hmm. that she really was under the impression that she could use this like, like the oldest most played out most predictable move from the manipulator handbook and that it would work you know like and which also the hubris of that is just fascinating Impressive, to me i want almost. to live my life with just a shred of that, that, of that confidence that. and self-assurance to be so diluted that like surely yes. this will work but it, it, i don't know what are your thoughts about it
0: that same thing where it's just like now I'm just a martyr for mm-hmm. all the other victims of cancel culture. Yeah. And that's what she's made herself into. And the uh, just I am the victim here. I mean, that that response just shows a very heavy lack of empathy. Yes. Because Yes. As a true crime person, obviously, like my main channel being a lot about that is yeah. like you see over and over in true crime stories People that lack empathy so much that they kill people yeah. go on the stand and almost very frequently in their court appearances or trials, they when they get to talk, yeah. they focus on how this is all affecting them and how this whole thing happened the to them. I just did a Patreon video yeah. about a teenager who killed another child and... Years later she's in prison for life or whatever. Yeah. And uh she years later she like writes this email to a media outlet Mm -hmm. talking about how she hopes everybody could be on her side. But you know, I know that probably won't happen, but still I just wanna really help things like this not to happen in the future. For a situation like this not to happen in the future. For a situation like this to not happen to anybody else in the future. Yeah. As what if situation, it like.
1: like yeah. As if this happened to her. Yeah. Not that she was the perpetrator in this And equation. not that she did it. And yeah. so many.
0: You will My find God. over and over. That's yeah. a huge pattern in true crime. If it's people that are killing for. Because of a lack of empathy or something lacking in that manner, lack of compassion, lack of whatever you want to call it. Yeah, Uh, it's often why this is affecting me. Feels so bad Mm -hmm. for me, and it's very much that disconnect of I literally cannot understand why you guys are so upset Mm -hmm. about what I did. It feels like you're just just being mean to me. Yeah, like why are you just being mean to me? I am not. Of course, comparing Colleen to a violent person, I'm not yeah. saying that she's ever yeah. done anything like that. But the parallels of... It's not the it's not the act. It's the lack of empathy part. Yeah, it's the response. It's the,
1: because it's the response. I think you're it right. It feel like
0: she lacks empathy.
1: Well, I think she really views herself as this, like hero against cancel culture i wonder Uh if that's also potentially why she sent it to trisha paytas and probably let's be honest Uh she sent it probably to other influencers also this like attitude of like look at me standing up to these bullies on the internet (laughs) like it's it feels yeah like she views herself as as like i'll be vindicated one day against these unreasonable people and like That's not at all what's happening. I talk about that a little bit actually in my main channel video too because when we talk about like successful conflict resolution in relationships, it's normal for people to not understand, at least initially, why the thing that I did caused you hurt, right? Just having behaved in a way that causes harm is not an indicator that your relationship is unhealthy, Uh, necessarily the problem is when we refuse to make an effort to understand your perspective about why what I did hurt you in like a good fucking relationship or like a healthy relationship you should at least be willing to try like a little bit to understand Mm -hmm. like maybe I didn't see it this way clearly they do. I trust you. I care about you. I'm going to take you at face value Mm -hmm. that you're telling me the truth, that you are really hurt, you know? And so like, I'm going to do some Mm -hmm. investigating to understand why. And like that attitude is just completely absent from the way that she's responded Mm -hmm. to this. Like there really seems to be zero intent to be empathic, to try to understand, just like no care about Mm -hmm. the way that she's impacted other people. There's like such a a significant lack of compassion and i think it really comes through in the way that she talks about it because it just feels like condescending you know it just like provokes if at least for me it's like an immediate Mm -hmm. feeling of like ick in the way that she talks about it did Mm -hmm. you have that experience also can you yes Mm -hmm. absolutely
0: oh just like the whole like you this is all misinformation mm-hmm. this is all misinformation you guys don't know anything <sighs> you're all confused yes but i'm not going to show you any proof yeah to contradict mm-hmm. any of the allegations yeah you should just believe me Awfully that you're convenient. being brainwashed by cancel culture yeah uh could you please speak to the i i tweeted mm-hmm. about this actually when it happened but i find a lot of people do this in apologies and you've talked about this on other apology videos on your channel about how People will often say, well, I'm not perfect. Like, yeah, I've made mistakes mm-hmm. and I'm not a perfect person. And yeah. can you explain why that's not great in an apology? Like yeah. what the whole, like, I'm I'm imperfect.
1: Yeah. Uh, why I, the
0: implications of that? I do
1: also talk about that in my main channel video. So I'll just give you like an abridged version because it takes sure. me a long time to explain it also. But generally speaking, I think most people expe- accept That we're not perfect. Like this sort of defense of, like, oh, I'm imperfect. Like, yeah, fucking everybody is. Like, we all know that. That's not like a surprise to anybody. And so, like, A, it's kind of useless to offer that as a defense because, like, duh. But B, it's this like reductionist, sort of like wave it all away attitude that like nine times out of 10 is just going to convey invalidation to the person that you're trying to apologize to or the person that you've hurt, you know, just saying like, oh, well, I'm imperfect. Everybody makes mistakes. Moving on. Like, thanks. Like, that's not mm-hmm. at all making an effort to understand me, to repair this, to like, you know, invest with me in, you know, like there, there's a, a wonderful reframe in the therapy world about how conflict in relationships is actually a good thing um or like can be a healthy thing anyways because being willing to sit through conflict with someone is essentially you communicating that i care about you enough to have this uncomfortable conversation you know no one wants to sit through conflict (laughs) resolution because it sucks but being willing to honor that like yes, I am imperfect. And also, you know, I I still fucked this up. And so like, you're worth it to me. Our relationship is worth it to me to like trudge through the the mud with this like uncomfortable conversation. um, Because I want you to feel seen, right? Like that's also part of yeah. it is that in a relationship, we should want the person that we care about to feel seen, to feel cared for, you know, it doesn't yeah. matter if you're imperfect, like everybody is. And also everyone knows that's... that already. <laughs> but like, make an effort, man
0: that's what stood out to me the most about how she kept that was her defense basically is like oh i'm sorry i didn't realize you guys were all perfect that's literally (gasps) what she says in the video yeah like yeah i've made mistakes yes like you said like duh Mm -hmm. yes Uh, nobody is nobody's claiming that they are perfect, mm-hmm. Colleen. Yes. Nobody said that. You are yeah. you are putting words in people's. Nobody said that. It's yeah. deflection. Yes. It's like it's deflection, and it misses the point. Yes. And a lot of people have been telling her that, but like. Well, and it, that's the it, problem cause, is cause that then it, in the end, she's like, I never had any bad intentions for what it's worth. Like, Who cares? We don't give a shit. It doesn't matter. First of all. Yeah, you did. Even <laughs> if you don't think
1: so. Yeah. And
0: second of all, it doesn't fucking matter. Yes. You hurt people. Yeah.
1: And I think you that's hurt a lot of people. That's the problem, though, is that like she's deflecting from the point here But like it comes across as her deflecting in a willful and intentional way, which is again one of the oldest and most predictable moves from the manipulator handbook that like I'm just going to get both of us lost in this conversation about things that you never said and that you don't actually care about so that we can just go down this rabbit trail of of me forcing you to validate our reality or forcing you to convince Mm -hmm. me that we live in the same reality so that now by the end of this conversation you're fucking exhausted you have absolutely exhausted all of your emotional energy for today and so you don't have the space to try to hold me accountable because I've distracted you and deflected and like completely completely uh we've completely diverged from like the whole point Mind of this conversation
0: yeah into yeah that's why like different people
1: who are being manipulated and being abused often walk away from conflict resolution feeling like what the fuck like we just talked about yeah. that for like an hour two hours and i don't feel any fucking better if anything i feel worse at the end of this because we didn't talk about anything and they didn't validate any of my experience at all it really yeah. comes across as like her doing that on purpose in this video which is obviously bothersome
0: i just can't believe that she thought yeah. that this uh, yeah and then just <laughs> yeah. the end like but what do i know fuck me right oh that Again, made me so like mad the oh victimization my god <laughs> of herself of just like yeah you guys are so mean to me mm-hmm. like why are you guys so mean yeah.
1: which is crazy it's confusing so, okay big question hannah what do you think is gonna happen I've seen a lot of people think, talk about how like oh she's done, like this is it's no. all over for her. <laughs> okay, same.
0: I a think she's to gonna disappear for a couple months yep. and she's gonna pull Shane Dawson. Yep. Except I don't think she's gonna address. like Shane no. Dawson tried to like make a video about yeah. like his accountability or whatever when whatever. he came back, and I don't think she's gonna do that. I no. think she's gonna go back. I n- noticed she made this on her vlog channel and mm-hmm. her smaller channel, yes, and not her main channel too, yes. hoping that it maybe it wouldn't blow up. Yeah. Straight out of Dr. Mike's uh, handbook. That's also something common that we see with influencers. And I think she's going to disappear for a couple months. Hope that somebody else has been canceled by then so that the heat is off of her. Mm -hmm. And then she's going to go back to vlogging. And I don't think she'll bring back Miranda Sings because... I don't think she'll keep doing shows, but yeah. I think she is still perfectly capable of getting at least a few hundred thousand, if not 1 million views on her videos, mm-hmm. because there's still going to be a niche group of people that don't yes. give a shit. And also the hate and, watchers and
1: the morbid curiosity people. and the,
0: Yep. Yep. And all that. And she's going to lose money, but she's also like we talked about. Oh yeah. We said this yesterday, mm-hmm. but her net worth is 12 million. She's fine.
1: Yes. Don't feel bad for and, her
0: don't feel bad for her yeah so she'll like lose some money she's not gonna make as much because her views are gonna go down but she's still gonna make not as much in a YouTuber world where you have multi-million subscriber channels is still a shit ton of money and more money than most people see.
1: Yes. So there is not a reality in which she can't afford her fucking bills or like afford to provide for her family because of this. Like that's not real. And which is, that's also the reason that this whole like where cancel culture thing pushes my goddamn buttons because like we talked about this yesterday. I think, most influencers, like our worst fear is having the entire internet hate our guts, right? Like that's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um and especially the idea that like the whole fucking internet hates my guts because I hurt a bunch of people. Like that makes me sick to that's my stomach. Scary. Yeah. Yeah. But like the the like wah this is ruining my life thing is just not real. Like I'm it's sorry just not true. You're entitled yeah. to feel how you feel, to to call this a traumatic experience, to need your own time to emotionally process what a mind it is to have this happen to you. Absolutely but to insinuate that this is going to wreck your financial stability or your ability to make money from the internet in the future is just disingenuous. That's not real. Like, that's not going to be her reality. I think you're right. I think she's going to lay low for a few months. She'll probably finish out her fucking tour and then keep making her exploitative family vlogs where she puts her kids on the internet without their consent and just move along like nothing happened and and Mm -hmm. all of the very loyal followers of her will just i think
0: (laughs) i think she will try to stay out of the limelight Mm -hmm. like i said i don't think she's gonna bring miranda sings back i think she's gonna just like delete miranda sings and then hope that new Mm -hmm. viewers will eventually find her vlog channel without knowing the other controversy (laughs)
1: my god like
0: that yeah. yeah i wonder
1: if she'll try to like push this all off as like oh miranda sings was like a character that i made up and i just like you know i got lost i you know didn't hold firm to my real values and like i was chasing clicks and views and so you know i just got lost in the sauce and you know i'm not doing yep. miranda anymore and so therefore everything is better and it's all fine yep. now
0: She'll make jokes, subtle jokes about it in the
1: future, I'm sure. Oh, She'll make jokes about so how she's a terrible person. distasteful, but you're right. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. She's going like to make Shane shitty does that too. backhanded mm-hmm. comments about it in her vlogs. Oh, mm-hmm. yikes.
0: I want to go back to something you said, though, about us being, you know, about content creators being like, that is our worst fear of the whole yeah. internet hating us, mm-hmm. and that is really scary. And, you know, I think... I guess. Do we have to keep saying we talked about this yesterday? They because they're they're like, keep they get us. on with it. They get on with it. That I think it's just really important to note that yeah, we are just inherently scared of that because that is the worst case scenario for a content creator. Yeah. I mean that is the worst case scenario is that yeah. every you do something, you hurt some you hurt a group of people, mm-hmm. and whether you meant to or not, people yeah. are understandably mad. But I think there is a difference between I think do we have a pattern of racism
1: in our past, though?
0: No. No. Do we have anything that people could dig up in our old tweets no. that are racist? No. no they don't. And I don't this even fucking use Twitter, man. <laughs> exactly. And we were, you know, drama is yes, fuzzy yes. lipsticks. Mm-hmm. Drama is uh, promoting your a different brand of gummies than your friend's, over your friend's gummy, yeah. mm-hmm. like James Charles did to yeah i keep wanting to call her laura lee uh tati westbrook (laughs) tati westbrook like that's drama like that is drama Mm -hmm. this is not drama this is actual serious allegations and crimes yeah like colleen i mean if somebody wanted to like there is a possibility Mm -hmm. she could uh, she should but i don't think she will but she could go to jail for sending P-O-R-N to underaged yeah. people. That yeah. is a, a federal offense. And that, yeah, regardless of the fact that it's just a terrible thing to do. Yeah. And I just think that we have to remember that most stuff, like, the most likely thing to happen to us is, like, some happened to us. See, I even did it. Yeah. Uh, is that, like, the, the, the biggest chance that we would make a genuine mistake, like, yeah. something akin to fuzzy lipsticks or something. Mm-hmm. But we would be able to genuinely see what we did wrong and and make amends for it yeah and i think that also begs the question of a lot of people defending colleen says well there's nothing she could have said everybody would have hated her no matter what she said (laughs) that
1: makes me so bad and
0: i would just like to say that's not true there is something she could have done yes yes that would have made it better Mm -hmm. and it could have been a instead of a 10 minute long song she could have made a one to two minute video tops yes. saying uh this stuff has come to light about my past and some things closer to the present yeah i'm really really sorry these things that i did were not okay and mm-hmm. i'm so sorry for the victims mm-hmm. i i don't I understand if you don't forgive me, but I do want you to know that I realize I hurt you and I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take a break from the internet so I can get the help that I need. Because obviously I need therapy and other forms of help for these creepy things I've done. Mm -hmm. And I'm also going to donate this large amount of money from Mm -hmm. my fortune to these (laughs) nonprofits that Mm -hmm. are there to protect and help children in the same in a similar situation that i put them in yeah like internet exploitation essentially yeah that's it see colleen i did it for you it took me 30 seconds
1: literally (laughs) there yeah there was actually a pr like professional or whatever um talking about how like colleen probably would never do this because it's an expensive solution but like she outlined steps that were like almost exactly what you just said about how like you know making a effective apology in this case is expensive and will put a lot of the onus on colleen but like it's possible to do and another thing that i think is important to talk about here is that regardless of whether the internet was going to accept colleen's apology or not it's still a fucking dick move to not make one anyways because the point of apologizing is not to soothe our own ego it's not for us right yes. like it's already fucking right. been about you when you right. hurt someone else so the whole it's point not to get uncancelled yes the whole point of an apology is to come from this genuine place of empathy and understanding for how you've hurt someone and to try to make amends to try to offer a repair attempt even if someone doesn't take it just because it's the kind thing to do it's the integrity thing to do and it's the only thing you can do to repair that relationship in any capacity so her just Mm -hmm. like blatantly throwing up her hands and like refusing to do this to me demonstrates a willful lack of desire to repair any of the harm that she's caused because again whether the internet accepted it or not it's not up for her that's not the burden that we're supposed to bear in making an apology we can't control that our piece of the the bargain is to just try from a genuine place that's all you have to do and she wasn't even willing to do that
0: because it's like you said i think that's really important that a lot of people are missing is that it's mm-hmm. not about your your apology is not about you yes it's not about you trying to save face and save your career mm-hmm. it's about actually and because yeah you, you have to do it public because you're a public figure yes like that sorry that yeah. just goes with it that's like you it can't works. just make private i mean you can do private apologies yeah. but you need to make a public apology too to mm-hmm. like you know
1: clear the but air. i mean
0: and i just say yes i do want understand where those people are coming from in the sense that okay she donated i'm donating a million dollars to this organization i'm going to therapy Mm -hmm. and a rehab center for whatever you know i'm doing this and this and i'm genuinely apologizing are some people still gonna hate you no matter what and Mm -hmm. not think that's enough yeah of course Yeah,
1: because these are indefensible actions
0: right that is not the point point. Mm-hmm. and i think if she did all that stuff and it actually came from a genuine place she yeah. probably could come back yeah. as and have a redemption arc mm-hmm. essentially you know especially yeah. if if her victims chose to forgive her or at least appreciate if they do like you know yes. which they have every right not to mm-hmm. but like she could have a redemption arc here and yes people yeah. will always some people will always hate her yeah a lot of people will just but a lot the vast majority of people would be like oh the victims okay. the victims responded okay you like tried to yeah uh you tried to repair some of the damage mm-hmm. and i don't really care for you now but hey i'm not pissed like i'm not yeah. like I feel like he at least took some accountability Mm -hmm. and I just you know it almost looked like Logan Paul was going to have a redemption arc (laughs) for a while there (laughs) uh, until his whole crypto zoo scam Mm. came to light but uh, I don't know if you know about that but you remember I'm pretty sure it was Logan that did the whole the Japanese Mm -hmm. forest shenanigan and uh, and a lot of people thought he was good he was so close to like separating himself from it for years Mm -hmm. getting out of the limelight and like making himself working really hard at being a better person yeah and seeing why that was so terrible of him to do but then of course we were like you know yeah that of course he's scamming people still dashed but i'm just saying like it is It's possible possible in theory to do the right thing.
1: Well, and also to, again, do the right thing
0: because it's the right thing to do. Yes,
1: I think the fact that Colleen seems to, you know, based on her behavior, just not care at all about what the right thing to do is. She doesn't. No is She's like very that. telling about her character yeah. especially again in concert with all of the allegations that have come out it really she doesn't just, give a shit it doesn't paint a favorable picture of a person who has genuine nope. care or concern for nope. the well-being of others it's just and like i
0: said she thinks those kids that she hurt she mm-hmm. thinks they're all just they're just doing it for cloud Ooh. they think that they're, they're they're literally just doing it
1: because That's just mind-blowing blowing to me
0: and it's it's mind-blowing but yeah no to be so
1: self-obsessed that you can't look past the end of your own nose even for a minute to validate the to trauma of the other way people's
0: victim comes out mm-hmm. about their trauma is also just like red flag because i see a lot of people really pissed at adam for being like he's just doing this to get subscribers and to get blah 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 and i'm like i'm pretty sure that this is not the way most people want to get subscribers no like i'm pretty sure going through this torture of having years where the entire internet he felt like the entire internet hated him yeah pretty sure that that wasn't like yay like but also at
1: least from what he's shown us his character is not like that maybe this is uh, an unpopular opinion or a hot take but so what if he is so what if he is? His, I know. his trauma is still genuine. Those accusations yeah. are still credible. That doesn't yeah. erase the the negative emotional impact that this That's this has true. had on his life. And so, so what if this is like a fame grab for him in some capacity, or his like motivations are at least partially about that? Like that doesn't make the trauma not real. That doesn't erase That's the true. fact that Colleen still victimized him. And like, honestly, hello?
0: he deserves he deserves. He i deserves, know uh, maybe he just the, wants the, to fucking
1: get something good out of this absolute shit yeah. sandwich of a situation like exactly He I'm deserves just saying to get something out of this yeah. especially
0: because colleen's not going to do shit no
1: to give him
0: closure or to feel any sort of remorse so maybe yeah. he maybe it's good he's getting a built i mean yeah his channel has blown up he's he was in the 200s for a long time and he like has over three hundred thousand subscribers oh, now wow and he makes that's other nice. videos he makes videos about commentary and stuff like that and he does yeah. like from what i know a great job i haven't watched his other stuff yeah but i've like,
1: never really looked at his channel i but think but that's still. a really
0: great point it's like so what it's that's good for him then because he's dealt with so much he has paid his terrible internet dues of having having well, and people probably throw the crap you, out of them.
1: And if you disagree with like that perspective or like that choice, right? Like, disagree with that, but that doesn't give you the right to negate his traumatic experiences or to insist that yeah. his trauma is invalid. Like, that's not true. Yeah. you can honor the validity of somebody's traumatic experiences and also say that, like, I personally don't agree with the way you're handling it. But also, you're entitled to your own time and, and feelings and space about right. how you're dealing with trauma on your own time, right? Like, right. That's, that's possible kind of another form
0: of t- tone policing mm-hmm. to like police the way victims yes you know yeah. some victims of SA are will not say anything Some yes. are going to go to the police mm-hmm. others are going to tell their friends yes some and people all of might them make are completely a video valid about their options experience. yes and all of those are valid and it, they're all understandable and like yeah. saying that they shouldn't be making it public feels very much like those people that are like well why didn't you go to the police Ew. when this happened to you yeah like you it's, know it feels very much like that
1: feels very victim blamey
0: yeah all right we think we we didn't even get into cody but i don't think Uh, that's okay (laughs) okay. Ooh. yeah oh man all right
1: i think we should wrap it up i think we should too thanks for being here everybody for for our very unfiltered thoughts about this whole thing
0: yeah and i also just want to remind everybody that typically our podcast is not about this yes we also want this to be a fun yeah not not such a touchy T- uh, like heavy traumatic podcast. It's yeah. just that we could not talk about this. I think yeah. it's been it's been really heavy on our minds, mm-hmm. and it's just been we had a lot of just like human feelings about it that yes. we needed to get out. Yeah, and so I just appreciate everybody being here because yeah, we really we uh we will our podcast <clears throat> next week we have some really fun lighthearted yes. silly I'm but so really excited. interesting topics <laughs> to talk to you about yeah so, thanks for hanging in around. there with
1: us this week we do talk about fun and lighthearted stuff so uh we'll see you next week for that
0: yeah all right everybody thanks right. so much for listening do
1: mm-hmm. don't forget to subscribe right. uh on whatever platform you're listening on um and leave us five star reviews if you like the pod
0: please yay all right okay Thanks, everybody. Bye, everybody. See See you next week.
1: week. Bye. Bye.